I'm Rebecca Moffitt, president of Vanguard Charitable and your host of our podcast, The Value in Giving. Today, I'm excited to discuss strategic corporate giving with a donor-advised fund. A corporate donor-advised fund works just the same as it would for an individual donor. By consolidating, accruing, and granting assets to charity, making charitable giving easier and more effective. It also lessens the administrative burden associated with a company's corporate giving and allows them to focus on community impact, often in the backyards of their employees. Aramark, the Philadelphia-based company proudly providing food, facilities, and uniform services worldwide, has trusted Vanguard Charitable with its charitable giving for more than 20 years. This has amounted to millions of dollars granted to more than 500 unique charities. Over the years, Aramark has experienced the full value of a donor-advised fund, increasing the company's ability to give to the causes that align with its mission and effectively reaching thousands of community members in need. Joining me today is Jamie Levine, Vice President of Community Partnerships at Aramark, to discuss the impact they've had on communities and their strategic and creative approach to corporate philanthropy. I'm familiar with Aramark's great work over the years, and I'm delighted to welcome you today, Jamie. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm delighted to be here. And while I'm so excited to begin this conversation with you, Jamie, I'm equally excited to also welcome Julia Rivera, Chief External Affairs Officer of Congresso. Julia is joining us to share the organization's experience partnering with Aramark in its mission to help individuals and families in predominantly Latino neighborhoods achieve economic self-sufficiency and well-being. Together, Julia and Jamie will be able to help highlight the downstream positive impacts of using ADAF for giving. Welcome, Julia. Thanks, Rebecca. So excited to be here and to be able to chat about our, our partnership with Aramark. So let's dive in. And you know, Jamie, I'm going to really start with you, if that's okay, and would love for you to provide us with um, a little bit more information about Aramark and its philanthropic mission. Sure. Thank you. So Aramark is headquartered in Philadelphia, and we are rooted in service. As you mentioned, we provide food service uh, facilities and other hospitality services. And as part of our mission, we are committed to doing great things for our people, our partners, our communities, and our planet. And part of that comes to life through the work that we do in the community space. And when we think about the overarching opportunities in the community. It's about giving back where we live and work, and it's helping to enable a healthy and equitable society, which is also a core component of our um, environmental, social, and governance strategy, which we call Be Well, Do Well. Um, when we think about how that happens in the community, we look at empowering workforce success, inspiring healthy lives, and building vibrant communities. So we have a very strong commitment to these areas across all the work we do in the community space. Jamie, I love that so much. And you, know, you have um, really trusted Vanguard Charitable with um, some of your philanthropic giving for the last 20 years. Can you um, help our listeners understand how a donor advice fund has specifically enabled and or enhanced your corporate giving efforts over these past two decades? Yes. 
I, it's been a great addition to the roster of ways that we give back. We do a lot of volunteer experiences and other contributions through the workforce, but the strategic planning and ability to provide investment into organizations and initiatives that we care about is really been helped by the donor advised fund. And it has been a, a great way for us to be able to build the resources to allow us to continue to do the work and also to just um, magnify, I think, in some ways, the ability to give. So there are the things that we do through the business, there are the things that we do with our employees, and then this donor-advised fund is another opportunity for us to think about how we can really promote the mission of the overall organization, but really connect with and support organizations like Congresso in Philadelphia and to work with leaders like Julia on understanding where we can help and support. I love that. I've heard um, so frequently from donors and other partners about how a donor advice fund has helped either to magnify or amplify these philanthropic efforts. So I'm uh, grateful that um, our partnership has enabled Aramark to do that. And you, know, you talked a lot about investing in community organizations. And in addition to this, you know, Aramark volunteers play a really big role. So can you tell us how Aramark fosters relationships with community organizations through transformational volunteer experiences? I'd be happy to. I think it's such a great cornerstone of our program. So if I think about the approach at large, we call it care, give, do, which is very simple, but also meaningful to helping our folks and our partners understand what we mean when we say we give back and a framework to work with in terms of evaluating opportunities. I wish that we could give and do everything and we we can't, um, you know, the, the uh, realities of the business and just there aren't enough hours in the day to do everything we would love to be able to do. But using Care, Give, Do as sort of a matrix to understand, we look first at the organizations that we're going to work with and do we care about the same issues. If we are trying to address um, helping individuals prepare for either um, next level employment or other workforce opportunities, does that organization that we're going to work with um, share that? Are we talking about access to food and nutrition education? That's another opportunity to work together. Then we look at the ways once we've selected and identified organizations to work with is what are we going to do? So how are we going to give to them? And that may be in funds, it may be in small grants, it may be in volunteering or goods or services, and sometimes it's knowledge share, sometimes it's making connections. There's a lot of ways that we can give time, energy, resources, et cetera. And then the doing gets to the heart of the employee experience. And that is how do we get out of the office and into the community, whether it's outside in physically in the community or in our community partner spaces and do work that is meaningful to advancing the mission of the organization that we're supporting, but also in creating opportunities for our employees to get involved and do something that feels not just transactional, but truly transformational. And at the end of the day, one of the experiences that we try to cultivate for our volunteers is that 
our folks leave feeling genuinely moved and changed by the experience that they just had and that it's not just performative. And I think that based on the feedback we get, that has been pretty consistently the case. And we've had the opportunity to work with Julia and the Congresso team in Philly on a number of these uh, activities throughout over uh, almost a decade now that we have been um, working with them. So it's it's hopefully mutually beneficial that we are providing goods and uh, services and um, creating projects and giving back in ways that not only our employees enjoy and benefit from, but that it's what the organizations that we're working with need most. Well, and I'm excited to learn even a little bit more about this um, partnership that Aramark has had with Congresso. So Julia, would you mind telling us a little bit more about your organization, um, its mission, and how Congresso first partnered with Aramark? So Congresso was founded in 1977. We've been around for 45 years. Uh, initially, we were founded to improve access to healthcare for the Latino community in North Philadelphia. We continue to specialize in serving that community with bilingual and bicultural services, but we have evolved and grown over the years to focus on uh, five different service areas. So those service areas include education for both youth and adults, uh, workforce development, including various certification programs and job readiness training, and that's an area that I know um, Aramark has really helped us out in over the years. Um, we also have uh, housing programs ranging from home ownership workshops to rental assistance, um, as well as health programs. We have a federally qualified health center, and that's another area where Aramark has been supportive of some of our programming in that health and nutrition space. And then finally, we have family and parenting services, which includes parenting classes, a domestic violence support services, as well as crime victim support. So we are a multi-service um, agency and over the last fiscal year served around 12,000 individuals in North Philadelphia. Over 75% of those folks uh, reported an annual income of $15,000 or less. So the need is great in North Philadelphia, and we're grateful to um, have great partners like Airmark that recognize that need and recognize the access and work that Congresso is doing in the community. Um, and our, our partnership has existed, as Jamie alluded to, over a decade now. Um, we've been lucky enough to participate in some of their Airmark ABC volunteer days um, and really have ranged from those you know, volunteer engagement activities over the years to, um, you know, smaller events and initiatives to also larger programmatic kind of strategic opportunities as well. That's incredible. Your, um, the impact that you have in um, all of the services that you provide is just amazing to hear about. Um, and I love hearing about the extensiveness of your partnership with Aramark. And maybe let's get even a little bit more specific around what are the types of programs and initiatives that Aramark's partnership has enabled and how has that really impacted the community? Sure. So I can share a, a couple of examples. Uh, we have so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> it's been such a, such a long time. But there's a couple areas of synergy, I think, of, to what Jamie alluded to of it you know, areas of focus for Airmark and also our core service areas on the ground in the community in Philadelphia. Um, one of those is workforce development. So perhaps seeing that Airmark is hiring or has a need for folks in the hospitality area or, you know, having folks come in and actually do some job training or career exposure to some of our clients, um, students and adults. 
um, to actually partner with doing some of that training to be able to create that pipeline um, of candidates to opportunities at Aramark, for example, um, is, is one way. Another way is on the health side, working with patients in our federally qualified health center that have chronic conditions to run a nutrition program and bringing in um, chefs and folks at Aramark to talk about healthy eating, to provide kind of samples and demonstrations and, and um, to support that work, you know, um, programmatically. And then again, I think there's these touch points along the way that are equally as meaningful um, through, you know, volunteerism and also um, like smaller scale events. And we have two examples from the last year alone of doing a back to school drive and also a drive just last month um, to do uh, uh, to identify items that might be barriers for kids to go to school. So on rainy days, we see lower attendance. So Aramark employees. Um, supported us with getting rain boots and umbrellas and plastic cases for for cell phones, et cetera, um, and actually gave those items out to our community members at an outreach event. Um, so they had those one-on-one -on -one interactions with some of our clients that were going to receive those items to actually see the impact um, that that collection would have on folks. Uh, we've also hosted Aramark many times for ABC Community Day as we uh, have mentioned, including for beautification projects. There's murals all across Congresso that have been done by Airmark employees, including ones on our stairwell at each landing. And my office being on the fifth floor, I really appreciate seeing those motivational quotes every time <laughs> I get up another stairwell. So it really ranges, um, but Airmark is is present at Congresso um, all year round. Well, you can hear the energy in both of your voices about the strength of this partnership and um, just the impact that it has had on both of your organizations. So you know, I'd love to throw a question out to both of you, which is, you know, from your perspective, what makes a corporation nonprofit partnership successful in making this lasting and positive change in their communities? And maybe Jamie, do you have any any thoughts that you'd like to start there? Uh, yes. So I think for us, you know, we as I said, we have the care give do, which sort of a, is the basic framework. That's what Aramark uses, and it works for us. Other organizations might have something different, but I do think the general sense of, you know, why are you doing the work? first and foremost, like what are you trying to achieve? What is the long-term outcome or objective? And then looking for the nonprofit organizations that share in the general mission, but also where you can build those mutually beneficial relationships. And we try as much as possible, once we have set our own internal sort of benchmarks or initiatives and we want to do X is to find the organizations that then we can say, well, this is what we're trying to do. Can, can we do this better together? And that's happened in a few instances on a really large scale, such as the work we've done with the Heart Association over almost a decade. And I think with Congresso as a specific example, what, you know, we try to again, follow that benchmark and say, well, what, what do you need? Where can we help? The rainbow drive may or may not have been something that we would have come up with on our own, but in looking for an opportunity to do something that was 
something that was needed and we can fill in for that. I also think when it comes to volunteer experiences in particular, that it is critical that we work with organizations and let them lead in terms of saying what's possible and what's necessary, because we could easily, based on some of our larger scale volunteer events overwhelm a small nonprofit with bringing in 100 to 200 people and trying to figure out what to do with them. And I think it's important to really understand that, as Julia said, they offer a multitude of services all day long to hundreds of people every day. And I don't want to interrupt that. So while it might be this great vision to do some big volunteer project with all of our folks, if it disrupts the day-to-day of what the nonprofit's mission is, and we absolutely don't want to prevent those services from being rendered, is you have to be flexible to say, well, what can we do that's going to be additive and not disruptive? That's so important. That's tricky sometimes. That is tricky, but that's so important for our listeners to think about whether they're representing an organization or even just their own individual personal philanthropies and thinking about how to connect in with organizations. That connection is important, but making sure it is additive and in line with what the organization needs is is so critical. You know, Julia, from your perspective, do you have you know anything to add or any um, reflections or thoughts that would be helpful for our our um, listeners in um, helping them to think about what is important between a um, partnership here? Yeah, I would echo a lot of what Jamie shared, and I think we really appreciate Aramark's approach, and that's why it's been so successful over the years. And I think the key is getting to know um, that organization, the individuals that may be working with the volunteers and understanding, you know, what are the needs in the community in that organization specifically? What is the capacity so that you can really kind of co-design and co-create, whether it's a program or an event that serves both organizations and meets the needs of everybody involved? Um, so I think that's that's critical to the kind of sustainability of the partnership and also the long-term um, impact ultimately. That's so helpful. Thank you. And so you've already provided um, so much advice in both of your comments and reflections during our conversation today on how our donors can um, foster relationships with nonprofits in their communities to make an immediate and long-term impact. You know, let me just throw out, though, do you have any anything else to add to our donors? Anything else that you think would be helpful for them to think about as they are creating and executing on their own philanthropic plans and really looking to make this impact in both the short term and the long term, things that they should be thinking about. I, I mean, from an organizational standpoint, I think one of the biggest challenges for me is that definition of focus and making sure that you have a very specific goal in mind and or some sort of framework. As I noted at the beginning, we could potentially, and you just, you can't boil the ocean, right? You can't give to everybody all the time. And um, there are so many incredible organizations doing such really good and much needed work. But I feel like if you want 
to use something like the donor advised fund to drive from a business perspective some outcomes and create something that's more strategic than just randomized giving, then having that framework and being super clear about what you'd like to achieve and setting yourself up for success because you are being strategic and deliberate and considerate and all of those, I think, elements go into a good strategy. And then it allows you to also work with the organizations to say, well, how can we align so that this is ultimately, right, the sum is greater than the whole of the parts. So how does it, how do we both be able to do more through the work that we can do together? And I think that that's just um, also much easier said than done, but it is extremely helpful. Absolutely, Jamie. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure that many of our donors who are approaching their giving with so much passion and energy, um, you know, often are you know, evaluating all of the different ways that they can give. And in that evaluation process, sometimes you have to say no, but having a framework or a strategy that is focused helps you in that. And so that your no can help you to be more focused and have a greater impact in the areas that align the most with um, what your strategic goals are. So thank you for sharing that. Julia, anything else to offer to our donors that would help them think about making a long-term and a short-term impact? Sure. I would share and kind of echo that, you know, it's things aren't always going to be a perfect fit. And I think you, you have a clear understanding of that when you have a focus and understanding, and then you take the time to listen to an organization to understand what the need is, what their focus and goals are. And if they aren't aligned, that's okay. But if they are, that's your opportunity to really dive in and think strategically about, you know, the different touch points and ways that that alignment can deepen impact for both organizations. Um, so again, those like volunteer touch points, getting to know um, the needs, the barriers, and then those more strategic kind of deeper investments as well into programmatic opportunities. And I think the key there as well is, um, you know, leveraging dollars to deepen impact with existing programs. It doesn't necessarily have to be something brand new because as Jamie alluded to, a lot of folks are doing a lot of great work already. And maybe there's some pieces that can be enhanced to really deepen that impact. So how do you um, identify what those things are and make your you know investment really um, meaningful and um, strategic? Well, Julia and Jamie, thank you so much for providing all of these thoughts, all of these reflections for our listeners to really internalize and think about how they may apply to them, especially as they're making their giving decisions. For more information, visit airmark.com, congresso.net, or vanguardcharitable.org to learn more about corporate giving with a donor-advised fund. And be sure to subscribe to the Value of Giving podcast. Join us next time as we learn about the power of giving cash directly to households in extreme poverty. In our episode, we're talking with Give Directly specifically about their efforts in East Africa.